Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for the final day of September, September 30th, 2001. If, if you've been watching on uh, YouTube, uh, this might seem a little redundant. Yeah, just a little bit. Scott <laughs> Hammer with you, Jerry Keezer, Ron Miller, uh, coming at you live from the uh, Ron Miller Race Cars Studio 2.0. Trying uh, a little oh. bit different stuff, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I'm here with Ron. See, yeah, really. Hi, <laughs> hey Scott. Yeah. Well, that work? For, that doesn't work that for doesn't, me. I don't. I don't understand. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, again, do apologize. Uh, starting a, a little bit uh, late. I must be using that truck stop. I'm right. I'm using Ron's Wi-Fi. I don't know. It, maybe it's just the camera on this uh, laptop is a little funky. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to work on that. Anyways, uh, welcome to the show. It's the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway coming at you live on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We actually were live on YouTube and Twitter a, a while ago, so you watched us uh, kind of screwing around trying to get it going on Facebook. Uh, reason we were a little late, uh, had to get uh, Facebook reconnected to our streaming service here. Um, those of you that listen to us uh, on the podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, all that's going to be edited out, so you won't you won't notice any of that. It'll just seem like a normal show, like we started on time almost. Uh, tonight on the show, we'll be speaking to uh, Turbo Tyler Herb. Uh, wait, wait how did what? how did all three of us get the shirt memo? I don't know. Maybe maybe Tyler hmm. Herb's wearing his Hammer Down Racing Report shirt. You never know. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube, and you can listen to us uh, on your favorite podcasting platform. We're on all of them. Also, check out HammerDownRacingReport.com. And uh, don't forget to uh, nominate us on uh, the Toledo City Paper Best of Toledo deal that's uh, going on now. Through the uh, You have till the 15th, so a couple more weeks. I have that post with the link uh, at the beginning or at the top of our uh, Facebook page, so you can go ahead and do that. If not, that's fine, too. I understand. I want to thank Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet to race. Racing every Saturday night during race season. Follow us on, uh, or follow uh, Oakshade on uh, social or visit them at oakshaderaceway.com. Freeze frame photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have uh, all your favorite drivers. They also do uh, special photo shoots by appointment. Give them a call at 419-476-9978. Speaking of which, we'll put that on there. And, uh, oh, I forgot to update that. You can't see that yet. We're going to have to fix something. Um, also, uh, Dittman Motorsports. Performance parts, custom bodies, fabrication, racing fuels, Hoosier tires, much, much more. 419-283-8580. Tell Craig that uh, Hammerdown Racing Report sent you. Yeah. Sound good? Scott, why is my mic dead? Your mic's not dead. No, it says it is. Well, it's I because you're just fine. That's because you're going through my computer. You're going through the board, which is connected. Doesn't, doesn't to say that yours is muted. That's because if I mute mine, then we're both muted. Really? Yeah. Just, just oh. smile and nod. That's all you need to do. Oh. <laughs> uh, also, thanks. Hey, you're getting abused in the comments, by the way. I, I see it. I'm not watching the comments. It's all him now. That's part of the reason we're doing this too. Uh, thanks again to uh, Big D's uh, Pizza Freeze. Uh, I already mentioned them. Ron Miller Race Cars, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, and uh, what have you. What are they saying? What's going on? Setting. So we we need to change the theme song. What? Yeah. Like, All right. Somebody like, somebody like, write a new th- song for us. Like then. the group, not the song. 
Go ahead and uh, write a new song for us. And it can't be copyright. It can't be anything that's copyrighted unless you get written permission from the uh, publishing company so we can use it. And then, then we'll think about changing it. So. All right. Yes. And we have permission to use that song, even though Facebook uh, likes to yell at us. How about we uh, dial up uh, Tyler Erb before we get to the uh, racing roundup and uh, our racing. we got kind of a different format we're going to do tonight. So uh, hopefully everything works. Are we good? Anybody have a problem with me calling up uh, Mr. Herb? No, let's let's bring in Turbo. Right. No, it sounds great. Right. Better than the cluster that we've been dealing with. <laughs> Hello? Hi, is this Tyler? Yes, how's it going? Pretty good. Scott Hammer, uh, Jerry Keezer, Ron Miller's Hammer Down Racing Report. You're on the air. How's it going, man? Y'all doing good? Yeah, we're yeah. doing good. How are you doing? Good. Oh, living the dream. Just played a little bit of golf. A little bit of golf. Where are you at right now? Yeah, Uh, I'm still at the shop. We're leaving at. uh, We're leaving in the morning to go to Raceway Seven in Pittsburgh. Okay, yeah. So uh, running the Lucas Oil races uh, this weekend. We haven't talked to you. Last time we talked to you was what three years ago or something. You were doing. You were kicking ass in Australia last time we talked to you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Have you been back to Australia since then? No, unfortunately, I went. Uh, in 2020 at the beginning of the year then COVID hit so we didn't get to go um, this past you know this past winter but uh, yeah it's, uh, I don't know I think the racing down there is just so hard for them to get stuff and especially the way things are right now with shortages and stuff I'd, I'd say it's pretty hard to get back racing over there anytime soon they, uh, they just finished uh, the last show of their winter tour and they're about to kick off their summer uh, and yeah, you're right. Parts are hard to find, um, but it, but at least they're they're racing. Uh, they they were any of them were afraid to come over here uh, this uh, during our summer uh, just because they were going to be quarantined for five weeks, and uh, on that quarantine it was on their dime. So yeah, we didn't see any of our Aussie friends this year. Yeah, no, unfortunately, it just didn't pan out. But we were able to go to the Wild West Shootout, do a bunch of racing. So um, still got plenty of laps in. Yeah. <laughs> any uh, any plans to uh, get back to Australia anytime? Maybe sometime uh, I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to do the Wild West Shootout again this coming year. Okay. And I'm not saying it's out of the question. I mean, I my good buddies, the Pearsons over there, I'd love to, to go back and hang out with them. I tell them all the time they need to come here and stay with me. But. I'm uh, I'm not saying no, you know, it, it just all depends on the schedules and the way things are, but shoot, we race so much now, it's, it's almost impossible to get off a weekend, so we'll see. Yeah, you are, you are racing uh, just about, how many races do you run a year? I mean, that's running from uh, January to what, November? Uh, yeah, middle of November, probably about 85 to 90, I would say is a good, you know, good average in there, and that's what we try to maintain, and Really, that's how many you need to do to have it make sense for a car owner to try and you know break even or make a little bit of money at the end of the year. Gotcha. Well, with you know, as long of a season as you run, does it make more sense to you, or is it, is it better off for you to go to Australia to start your season off, or is it better to go out west and down to Florida to kick off the season for you? Well, like in times past, I was able to go to Australia and then go to Florida. But now I think Florida is just inching its way closer and closer to the beginning of the year. So 
I mean, it's 50-50. Driving for someone else, it really doesn't matter because you're not putting the bill. But when you drive for yourself, if you can go to Australia and race six to ten times and then come back and race your stuff, it just saves you on costs and everything like that and get you kind of freshened back up before you get kicked off. Okay, well, let's let's go back to uh, August of uh, last year. You and uh, Bobby Pierce had a, a little bit of a, a confrontation that uh, kind of got you in trouble with uh, the Dirt Car Series. Um, tell us uh, tell us what happened to that. What led up to that? I mean, nothing crazy. Just uh, if you're racing for 50 grand and someone crashes you, you react. And that's others, too. I don't I don't hold a grudge against anyone when I show up. It's just uh, it's all circumstantial, and I feel like anybody that's in their right mind could understand that. So it's done and it's dusted, and you know I, I definitely won't be the first one to do it, and I won't be the last because there's runnings every weekend, and you know I think I've just uh, they definitely made an example out of me, which sucks. But I'm I'm not the, the only one that's ever reacted like that. I've seen seven people get hit under caution and run over this year alone. You know with their cars under caution and just crazy stuff happened. And, you know, it's like it just went away in one week. But I guess, uh, you know, we get held to a higher standard. And me and him both have a, a big enough following that it, it made bigger news. So, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, it came, it went, we're past it. And uh, hopefully I'm not in that situation again. Any uh, So next time you're racing, uh, Bobby, no – no lingering effects of, of that? Nothing in the back of your mind? No. No, I could care less. I'm telling you, if if, if, I, if someone races me clean, I race them clean. But if someone's, you know, runs into you or you run into them, I mean, you just have to expect it. You know who you race with every night. You kind of just keep that in the back of your mind as you're trying to get through there. But, I mean, at the end of the day, most of the decisions and actions and everything that happens, you just got to look at the mirror and, you know, you can't blame everyone for everything that happens. In my ex- in my experience, if you don't make a statement, they'll think you like it and you're fair game. You don't stand. Yeah, up for I yourself. feel like I don't have a. Yeah, I feel like I don't have that problem. Pretty everyone pretty much <laughs> knows how I feel, so I don't have that issue. <laughs> awesome. So uh, you currently sit uh, fourth in the Lucas Oil Series points. Uh, are you happy with where you're at right now? And uh, how would you rate your you and your team's performance overall this year so far? Uh, I mean, we're we're doing a great job. We've won, you know, 15, 16 races, which has got to be top five or six in the country. So, I mean, we're doing really good. We're having a good year. Just, you know, obviously we want to win the points, but it's a tough deal. And, you know, if we can keep having four or five good more good runs in Lucas and finish that off, you know, where we're at or higher in points, that would be, that would be really good for our team. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy with – where we're at but it's just like anything else you win one weekend and then you know it's it's in the past and you got to try to win the next week so you can we're constantly striving to to win every night which is damn near impossible so until we achieve that i'd say we're uh you know we're definitely not content well you, de- you definitely uh you, you got all kinds of wins you've been winning just recently you won uh, last friday uh the night before the jacks in the brownstown uh, you got a couple wins in the preliminaries over at Knoxville. I mean, like you said, 15 wins uh, this season. Uh, I mean, things seem to be uh, clicking for you guys. Uh, I mean, what what can you do different? Is it, has it have you uh, had you some just, bad breaks? Is that uh, why you're not up? At- yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had twenty thousand flat tires this year, which <laughs> that's 
put us out of a lot, you know, running good in contention. Um, you know, I can think of five or 10 races where we had a flat leading or just something crazy happens there. So it's, uh, you know, it's just part of the deal, but if you consistently run up front and, you know, that's the biggest thing. If you're consistent every night and run top five, then, you know, your bad night's a fifth. That's better than your bad night being a 14th. So that's, that's the only thing we could probably do better at is just consistently, you know, if we don't win, run fifth. And if you have a flag, you know, that'll knock you out. But I mean, we're, we're really consistent. It's just tough. You're, if you race with Lucas and whoever, every weekend, I mean, there's a lot of good cars every night and it's, you know, everybody has their, their weeks where they just can't do nothing right. So that's, that's part of it. So they're saying in the comments that you do a, a good Kyle Bronson impression. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I say I do, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I pick on Kyle quite a bit. He, uh, he, he's a great guy. He's one of my best buddies and I do anything in the world with him. So I, uh, I'm not going to make fun of him today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then something happened at uh, McDonald's. How many cheeseburgers his team eats? At McDonald's in Something Randall, Randall, Randall likes cheeseburgers. He's quite a bit. I'd say at least one a day for sure. So, something about a McDonald's in Illinois. That's the cheeseburgers. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you've raced at, uh, <laughs> you've raced all over the country and Australia, other countries. Uh, what's the coolest track that uh, that you've run on? Um, the best tracks are. East Bay, obviously, Knoxville is a great track facility, and in, You're just in saying Australia, that you won there. no, <laughs> there I could run dead last. East Bay and Knoxville are the two nicest racetracks to go to. As far as there's no other racetracks, you could start tenth or twentieth and feel like you have a chance to win, except those two. And Knoxville kind of had a down year; it wasn't as racy, but East Bay is number one for you can start dead last every night and win. So that's that's the number one racy racetrack in the country, and. Um, Perth in Australia is probably one of the coolest, nicest facilities. They've got a drag strip, oh, rally it's a, cross. It's, it's an amazing facility. Beautiful, yeah. That's that's one of the nicest places I've ever been to. And I mean, they all have their days. Really, if if you don't have to start on the pole to win the feature, it's a good racetrack. And you know, that's about fifty fifty with everywhere we go. So you got some that are good and some that are really bad. So, what would you what would you say is your uh, biggest race win so far in your career? Uh, definitely at I-80, um, the 30,000 win, the, the I-80 Nationals, that was pretty big this year, and, uh, you know, that's, that's the most amount of money I won, so that's kind of how I rate them. The more money you win, that's the biggest race, and right now, that's the, that's the mark to beat, so we definitely, we still got room to, to make a little bit more money in one night. Now, you, you run a, a rocket chassis? R- rocket, yep. Now you've been uh, with uh, Best Performance Motorsports since uh, 2019, I do believe. Yes, and this is my third year. Third year. Yep. Okay, and I, I, I'm been, I've been hearing that everybody's saying that the Longhorn chassis are, are the chassis to go to in the late models. So what's what, what's your opinion on that? Are you you ha- you rocking the rocket? I mean, they're all race cars. You got to work on them. It's the fastest guys that work the hardest getting the car. That's what's going to be fast. So they both have their good guys and. You know, they both have the guys that struggle at times, but I mean, we've been in them for, I've been in them personally for six years now. So I'm pretty, uh, pretty happy. And, you know, just as long as you keep working on them, that's going to give you the best chance. And we've got a really big notebook and feel like we have a pretty good grasp of uh, our cars. Okay. 
if you had to choose between the World of uh, World of Outlaws and, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Series, which uh, which between either of those series, uh, where do you think the competition is uh, the stiffest? Lucas Oil by far, not okay. a question. So you're you're definitely uh, showing you're running the best, running with the best of the best, and and beating the best of the best. So is that? Yeah, I mean every night Outlaws has the. They have a, you know, they're premier guys, but just night in and night out, a Lucas race is ten times harder to win. I feel like, and uh, you know, but you got Brandon Overton that just pops in and anywhere he shows up, and that would be, you know, <laughs> he would be racing the best guy that night. So it's just, it's a mixture, but just pound for pound, night in and night out, I think Lucas races are are tougher, and you know, that's just the time. The it turns. I think five or six years ago, Outlaws definitely had a tougher roster, but now I feel like Lucas just weighed a little bit more towards them. Has, uh, has Kyle Larson dropped in in any of the races you've been uh, running? Who? Kyle Larson. <laughs> you know, that, that guy that wins everything. <laughs> I've never heard of him. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Have you beat him? boy. A hundred percent. At I-80, I beat him, or Knoxville. Okay. Beat him at Tyler County. I mean... I believe it or not, that guy, he, I'm pretty sure he puts his pants on the same way I do. So I, I'm not one to jump on the train and, and blow him off like everyone else. I, uh, you know, he's really good. He's, he's a great guy. And I, I actually do enjoy talking to him and racing with him. But I mean, if somebody gave me that much publicity for, for one little incident or one thing, I would be, I would be the best ever. It's just, it's all in proportion. You know, if, if the silent majority says, this is who's the best. That's who's going to be the best. It doesn't make shit if they run last or win. So I'm a, I'm not on the train, but he is a really great race car driver. And, you know, he's, he's a great talent. Uh, and by, like, by no means, don't get me wrong there. Any, uh, any aspirations to, uh, to move up, uh, to, to NASCAR, ARCA or anything else? Oh, uh, somebody paid for it. I'll never pay for it myself. <laughs> or, you know, if I had a sponsor that would, that would do it and, you know, I, I wouldn't take my sponsorship money or, you know, try to strong arm anyone I know into doing it. But if some guy down the road wanted me to do it, I'd be all in. But I, uh, I don't, I don't ever want to have to spend my own money to go race. So that's, that's my goal in life. Any pavement experience in your background? None. Never made a lap. Ron's smiling about that. <laughs> he likes to do it. <laughs> Uh, what what uh, what kind of plans do you have for uh, for next season with uh, Best Performance Motorsports? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, we're going to go to Arizona and Florida and all that and just kind of take it from there. Uh, we haven't sat down and made a schedule. Not, and we still got 15 races left on this year, so we'll get through these and then, you know, head out to New Mexico and start next year. Okay, so are you- tomorrow you're still going to be with Best Performance Motorsports because last week we had Spencer Baston on. And the day after we had him on, he wasn't. He's on jump teams. Yeah, I mean, we better because that's okay. a, we're, we're loaded up. And let's, let's never say never, but yeah, I mean, as far as I know, yeah, we're definitely we're headed to Raceway Seven tomorrow. Okay, mathematically, do you have a chance at the championship this year? It looks like uh, you no second, second achievable, okay. and that's about it. Yeah, things would have to really go good for us to get second. We're only like twenty or thirty out of third, but. Yeah, um, yeah. I think McCready. Uh, McCready's going to win the points, and then it just kind of be whoever can get the second. Okay. So you'll be happy if uh, you get second at least this year. Yeah, I mean, I'll be 
I'll be okay with that. Yeah, I can live with that for another year. I mean, second among the best. I mean, that's that's not too damn bad. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. We uh, we have, oh, wait. Who ask him who his favorite drivers uh, growing up? Who are your uh, favorite drivers uh, growing up? Shannon Babb. Shannon Babb and Steve Kinzer were my two idols growing up. They're just Steve Kinzer won every night, and he was the man. And then Shannon Babb was the most fun to watch, and I just thought he was the coolest person ever growing up. So he was he was my childhood hero. Speaking of Kinzer, have you uh, had any laps in a in a wing sprint car? Never made a lap in a wing sprint car. Never in a, uh, not in any sort of sprint car midget or anything like that. No, no I'm, I'm waiting on the call. I, I'm waiting on the call, and I'd go do it in a heartbeat. All right, man. Well, uh, Tyler, we appreciate the time, and uh, we wish you luck this weekend at Raceway 7 and uh, at Pittsburgh. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye. All right, bye. There you go. Tyler Herb, Turbo, and uh, – Wait, did you mute yourself, Jerry? I did. I didn't know if you was getting noise from my end or what was. Yeah, going I was on. hearing like uh, background music behind you there. Yeah, there is some music in the other room. I apologize. Right. I'm, o- I'm over at the Hillbilly High base. Okay, tonight. Ah, so that explains why there was noise okay. back there. <laughs> so uh, Tyler Herb, there, he'll be uh, racing with the Lucas Oil uh, Series this weekend at Raceway Seven in Conneaut and at uh, Pittsburgh as well. You want to do uh, our uh, abbreviated uh, racing roundup from last week? Sure. This week's racing roundup brought to you by Tim Sims, where I'm sitting at right now in the Hillbilly High Banks. Looking forward to a great winner. Uh, starting out with Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet the race. They didn't meet there to race last weekend. The rain won and uh, wrapped up the season at Oakshade Raceway. Sorry to see their season end like that, but glad that they had a decent season. Who was your champions this year, Scott? Uh, we crowned them a few weeks ago. Gabe Mueller. Yeah, remember, I, mi- I missed a week. Devin I, Shields. Week I missed. You put me on the spot yeah. here. Rusty Smith. <laughs> and uh, Compact Air Car. Yep. Very cool. Another great season at the Shade, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's always yeah. the worst to I have that. I made one race. It, it's always the worst to have that. La- you, yeah, you made one race. We raced together. Yep. But to have that last week rained out because you it's have the car ready letdown. to go. Yeah. Well, you got the race last week. Yeah. And you went to Fremont anyways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, wasn't, my wasn't plans like, are. Oh, it wasn't you, quite like racing at home. Speaking of uh, things, did you you have an announcement to make. Do you want to hold off on I, that? You want to do, do that now? Maybe. We, no? we can do it now. Can, I mean, if everybody's because, you know, really wants to Because what know. I was going to say, you know, with my car ready to go was going to kind of lead into that. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, this Saturday night, I will be sitting behind the microphone at Montpelier Motor Speedway. All right. I'll be joining Larry Bowes and the crew for the Harvest Spectacular featuring the UMP late models, the uh, USAC Thunder Midwest Thunder Midgets, the UMP Modifieds, Superstocks, and the Front Wheel Drive Hornets. But that's not all. My week got even busier. As I fielded another phone call. I know about this too. And I will, yeah, did you, you probably heard about this one too. Yeah. yeah I'll be uh, a little, I'll be uh, having a Sunday adventure and I'll be heading to Sandusky Speedway this Sunday to uh, help out Chris Mize and the crew and uh, sitting behind the mic there at Sandusky for the first time. So very happy to, and very blessed to be, you know, have so much to do even well, my season's over at my two primary tracks and, uh, it sounds like there may be an opportunity yet later this month for another 
racetrack and more about that next week. So you'll enjoy yourself yeah, at Sandusky. I believe so. I, I'm looking forward to it. Looking looking forward to hanging out with Chris and everybody and, and seeing the Sandusky Speedway for the first time. I've never been up there for a race, so what? I am very much looking forward you to it. You gotta yeah. come there. Yeah, my dad went race. up there and raced yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, my dad went up there and raced in the hangover race when I was a kid, and that's all I ever heard about it was that because you know I grew up primarily on dirt. So yep, definitely looking forward to that uh, uh this Sunday and hoping that my nature things keeps grow her better nose in out dirt. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> But <laughs> with that said, we'll get back to this week's racing roundup. Right. Fremont Speedway was in action. DJ Foose got his sixth 410 sprint car feature win, which increases his points lead going into this weekend's championships. BJ Gregory won the Steelbach Late Model Series. Dustin Stroop was the 305 sprint winner, his fourth win of the season. Point leader Sean Valenny won the dirt truck feature over Jeff Babcock. At Montpelier Motor Speedway, Dylan Woodling picked up the dirt car UMP modified feature. Grin. Glenn Bradley was a Superstock winner, and Landon Arcaro won the front-wheel drive Hornet feature. At Eldora Speedway, the Four Crown Nationals took place. Tyler Courtney won Friday night's USAC NOS Energy Drink National Midget feature. Logan Schuhart grabbed the World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car feature. On Saturday, it was Chris Windham leading all 25 laps to grab the National Midget feature win with last week's guest Spencer Basin finishing third. Sunshine Tyler Courtney won the uh, USAC Amswell National Sprint Car feature. Rico Abreu won the Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions feature, leading all 30 laps. And Logan Seavey picked up the USAC Silver Crown feature in a very exciting event. Shady Bowl Speedway, the final race of the season, had all the fun races. The 75-lap compact run-what-you-rung race, it was Mike Wintrow grabbing his sixth win of the season. The burnout contest, Corey Plunkett picked up the win there. Chain race, brothers Ryan and Nick Barrett grabbed the win. In the flagpole race, it was Zach Thornhill. In the trailer race, it was Mitch Siegel. And in the 300-lap clunker classic, Scotty Marquis picked up the win, and he was also crowned the king of the Enduros for 2021 at Shady Bowl Speedway. And that'll do it for the first session of the Racing Roundup for tonight's Hammerdown Racing Report. Is uh, Shady, Shady Bowl done then for the season? We are done for the season. The banquet will take place on Saturday, October 23rd with a ra- at the racetrack. Right behind the grandstands and the grass, we're going to have it open to everybody. Uh, I believe a $10 for anybody that wants to come and join in and celebrate the season with us. Uh, we're going to have awards for all the classes. Uh, and then if, God forbid, my nature sticks her nose into that, we do have a rain date of Sunday, the, October 24th. So. Speaking of which, uh, we have the w- weekend weather pit stop coming up without Ryan Weekman, though. He sent me an email about noon. It says, oof, I left the station. I forgot to record it. I'm like, son of a bitch. Tell me when it's going to rain this weekend. <laughs> so he sent me an email. I'll share Share what he said uh, with that. You, you mentioned the uh, Silver Crown uh, cars. Uh, they were at Eldora for the uh, Four Crown. They're going to be uh, coming back to the area Toledo Speedway, Raleigh Bill Classic, next weekend. So, yep. I believe and that's then, uh, their... points race is coming down to the wire between, yeah. uh, I believe, Logan Seavey and uh, Cody Swanson. So, yeah, I think it was 10 Very, uh, very crucial race. Yeah. yeah very close. Going to be interesting. Cody's dominated the last few years, but now, uh, I mean, some guys that they, they've caught up to him a little bit, so you got definitely got some contenders there. Uh, coming up, we'll have your chance to win a Big D's pizza with uh, this week's how many. And next week, uh, speaking of uh, Big D's pizza, Dean Henry uh, wants to uh, throw in a pair of tickets to the uh, Jim and Joanne uh, Ford Classic at Fremont Speedway. So we'll be giving away, away a pair of tickets uh, to Fremont Speedway on next week's show. So, you, but the only way to win is to tune in live. Because uh, we'll only give that away to uh, the live viewers 
listeners, whatever. So make sure to tune in 7 o'clock next Thursday night for that. Uh, speaking of Big D's Pizza, subs, ribs, chicken, and more in Clyde, give them a call, 419-547-1444. Order online at You're making me hungry. BigD'sPizza.com. Big on taste, not on price. Not on price. Yeah. Uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most te- technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced. They're manufactured in the U.S. Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Check out some of the uh, Real Geese clothing and gear for sale on uh, their website as well. So there you go. That was a weird extra little note that I didn't delete there. Th- that you just ignored? Yeah, a little bit. So, uh, yeah, so that's coming up. We also have our Big D's uh, racing menu for the weekend in just a little bit. And uh, first, though, uh, we have uh, some uh, racing news to get to. Veteran dirt race or dirt late model racer uh, Dale McDowell revealed Sunday afternoon that uh, he is battling prostate cancer. It was revealed McDowell was diagnosed earlier in the summer. Doctors believe the cancer is uh, confirmed to his prostate, which he was scheduled to have removed last Monday morning. As a result, McDowell's plans for the remainder of the season have been put on hold. He is expected to be sidelined for at least six weeks. Hall of Fame inductee uh, Greg Stevens, a true pioneer in motorsports video industry, has died after a long-time battle with cancer. Stevens was 72. He was instrumental in uh, the majority of uh, television coverage for the World of Outlaws uh, sprint car series for more than three decades. Uh, The motorsports video company he owned produced videos of major short track races, including Knoxville Nationals, the Chili Bowl, Kings Royal, uh, Stevens quit his job as a typesetter in 1996, set out to make a living in the video production industry. Uh, he traveled to events all over the country, filmed things. Uh, yeah. So, wow, I copied a lot of stuff there. Uh, Chase Briscoe almost didn't make it to Vegas for Sunday's cup race. With a, a baby on the way, he elected to fly out of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina on Sunday morning, the morning of the race. Uh, again, it was an evening race, so he had shouldn't, some time. Shouldn't have been any shouldn't problem. Shouldn't have been a problem, but uh, the problem was the plane uh, had technical if- issues after he boarded, and the flight was eventually canceled. I guess the they hit a bird or something? I don't know. Bird strike, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he scrambled to find another flight. Uh, I guess he was sending out messages trying to see if uh, anybody had a private plane he could borrow or anything, but finally American Airlines came through and were able to place him on a backup plane to get him to Vegas in time. So it all all ended good for him. Uh, Joey Gase, he was in that hard crash in that race at, at Vegas in the Cup Series. Did you see that? Uh, or it looked like the left rear wheel yeah, or tire the, came off and he backed uh, it into the wall. I think and, it was wheel and all, yeah. And flew up in the air quite a bit. I did uh, see pictures from that. I did, didn't see the actual crash, so yeah. Uh, the, the replays were kind of hard to see with the, the sunset. They didn't really have a good view. But uh, anyways, he was transported to... A local hospital, and uh, I guess uh, was released, but uh, sent for a further evaluation in uh, Charlotte at a hospital there. I haven't heard any updates. So, so. I wonder if he's been released for this weekend. I don't know. Uh, we mentioned earlier last week's guest, Spencer Baston. He's going to, uh, he wouldn't answer the question when we asked him. He wouldn't give us a straight answer, let's say, uh, when we asked him what his plans were for. Uh, 22. Yeah. And uh, his plans are this. We can tell you now he's going to be running a full uh, World of Outlaw Sprint Car schedule in uh, 2022 with uh, CJB Motorsports. So there's your answer. Uh, Eldora is already uh, working on a brand new racing surface. And uh, I got some uh, some video of uh, the work going on there. We'll take a look. Whoa. 
some reason I can't unmute you, Jerry. I tried to, but there's uh, the work going on. But there you go. Now we can hear you. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's yeah, that's new surface. That's a lot of dirt. New surface going down for the 2022 season at Eldora. I really wish I had volume control. So there you go. That's what's going on at Eldora. They waste no time getting ready for uh, next season. Um, Fly Rock Speedway is also uh, getting some work done on their track. Portions of the figure eight and the oval uh, track edges uh, are being replaced or repaired. They have other repair projects uh, planned for the track and several other areas of the grounds uh, that they'll be doing as well. So uh, off-season is the time for uh, track, track work to happen. Do you see the uh, propane tanks at uh, Texas Motor Speedway? No. That exploded? I suppose that, that's probably the important part. Well, here you go. Here, you, want, you want to see that again? You want to see? Here we go. Apparently, they were having a, a car show wow. uh, at the track. It wasn't a racing event. It was a... a the good guys. Uh, yeah, there it is. The good guys uh, car show. No injuries were reported, though. Apparently, the fire had started, and uh, first responders were already there trying to uh, put it out when that explosion happened. So, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, NASCAR uh, Cup Series will have pink window nets at the Charlotte Roval next weekend. The pink nets are the Window of Hope campaign. Uh, following the Designed Ro by Scott Bloomquist? Uh Following the Roval, each driver will sign their window net. So if uh, Bloomkiss uh, has a ride in the Cup Series, sure, why not? Uh, the nets then will go up for auction, and all proceeds uh, will benefit breast cancer research and treatment. Of course, October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, that's why everything turns pink. And uh, I always hate it because they always wear pink and have pink stuff. And when I watch the Browns games, the pink and brown and orange, it's, just, it makes, it's like yeah. somebody vomited colors there. Nothing against the breast cancer thing. It's just the colors don't <laughs> match up for me. Um, at the conclusion of the uh, 2021 race season, Scott Bloomquist, speaking of uh, Mr. Bloomquist, uh, him and Cody Summer have decided to uh, cordially and mutually part ways, thus marking an end of a uh, nearly three-year business partnership. You remember uh, Cody Summer, promoter of uh, Mansfield, also uh, yep. the, what is it, the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Right. Which uh, he still does, so. Uh, Bloomquist says uh, he still plans to race, though, for next year, so I don't really know what effect on the front end that would have for anybody uh, as far as uh, Bloomquist fans. And that's all the news that I have. Just some uh, other results uh, uh, from uh, some of the touring series. David Gravel won Saturday in the Commonwealth Clash at Lernerville. Of course, they were in action Friday night at uh, Eldora. Uh, next up for the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars Series is uh, Champion Racing Oil National Open at Williams Grove in Mechanicsville, uh, Pennsylvania. It's coming up tomorrow and Saturday, October 1st and 2nd. In uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Brandon Shepard won his second consecutive Indiana icebreaker Thursday night at Brownstown Speedway. And then Tyler Erb, our guest earlier tonight, won Friday's night before the Jackson uh, for a series-leading seventh win of the season. So he's got the most wins in the uh, Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series. Jimmy Owens edged out Devin Moran in the 42nd annual Jackson 100. That was the main event on Saturday night at Brownstown. Coming up, uh, as we mentioned earlier, where Tyler is going to be racing this weekend, Raceway 7 in uh, Conneaut on Friday. It's tomorrow. And uh, Saturday in Pittsburgh, uh, PA's Motor Speedway for the 33rd annual Pittsburgh 100. Arkham Menard Series action, Ty Gibbs. 
again, he led all 200 laps uh, of the Arkham Nard series. He's like the uh, Kyle Larson of Arca. Yeah. Unless Kyle Larson drove Arca, then it would. Then he would be the Kyle, be Larson, Kyle Larson of Arca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hello, Mr. Obvious. He, he led all 200 <laughs> laps of uh, the Arkham Nards, uh, series, Bush Beans 200. Thursday night at Bristol Motor Speedway was Gibbs' 10th victory of the uh, season. Uh, Sammy Smith finished second to clinch the uh, 2021 Arca Menard Series East Championship. And uh, Taylor Gray finished third. Next up for the Arca Series is the Sous Chef Power Packs 200. Uh, tomorrow night. Sous, Sous Chief Power Packs. Yeah, now, now um, I have Friday, October 2nd. Friday is the first. So it's either, either the Friday part's right or the October 2nd part's right. Uh, either way, they're going to be racing, uh, and it'll be at 8 o'clock on MAV-TV and NBC Track Pass. Uh, in uh, NASCAR action, Kristen Eck has uh, won his first series race in the Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 at Las Vegas on Friday. Uh, Josh Berry won the Alsco Uniforms uh, 302 on Saturday, and uh, Danny Hamlin dominated the South Point 400 at Las Vegas on Sunday. Next up for all three series, the trucks are at Talladega on Saturday. Or the Chevy Silverado uh, 250, the Xfinity Series, also Talladega's for the Sparks 300. That's Saturday at 4.30 after the truck race. And then Sunday, you can check out the Yellow Yella, Yellowwood 500. What is Yellowwood? I don't even know what that is. It's, it's pressure-treated lumber. Is it? Outdoor lumber. So we yep. actually know what that is. All right. Come on, Scott. That's uh, Sunday, October 3rd, 2 o'clock, <laughs> and you can watch that on The NBC. professor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the NTT IndyCar Series uh, wrapped up their uh, season, actually. Uh, Col- Colton Herta, he won for the second week in a row at the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach on uh, Sunday afternoon. Alex Pillow secured his first NTT IndyCar championship in that race. And I read something in the uh, about the ratings for the IndyCar Series this year. I guess it's been good. I don't know how it compares to NASCAR stuff, but most of the IndyCar races have been on the broadcast network where the NASCAR races for the majority of the season Cable have been TV. on. Yeah, the, the network that's no longer going to exist next year. Right. So next year, those races will be on USA Network or Peacock, and you'll have to pay for that. Right. So. Scott, Dean Henry wants you to discuss Devin Moran's new adventure next weekend. Oh, yeah. Dean called me last night. We had a, a nice talk, and uh, apparently... Just, did it include free pizza? Uh, I wish. Uh, Devin Moran might get some free pizza, but he's going to be, I believe it was uh, Muskegon uh, County Speedway. He's going to be running a sprint car. Devin really? Moran. Yeah. Not racing it. He's just practicing, I guess. Okay, uh, there's, well, that, that's pretty cool. Uh, he's uh, He teamed up with uh, somebody else that was uh, going to do a, a practice session uh, with I think he said a female driver, but he didn't say who it was. But Devin Moran asked uh, if he could get in the car too to, to try it out. So really, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so maybe Devin Moran's gonna go uh, sprint car racing. New direction him. for Devin Moran's career. I, Ooh, I believe uh, you heard about it first here, folks, yeah, on Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, yes, Devin Moran in the uh, Big D's Pizza 410 sprint car. Ooh, coming. What's soon. Cap Henry gonna do? Two well, car, there, there two car be, team. There can be more than yeah, big true. D's. That's they're could, different could. teams. Different teams. Dean can handle it. Yes. The big D's pizza wagon. The big D's pizza wagon. Wagons. All right. So, uh, before we get to uh, this week's how many and a chance to win a big D's pizza, we want to mention uh, Ron Miller Race Cars uh, sponsoring. I'm going to say you're a sponsor of this uh, 
Festival coming up a uh, week from tomorrow or a week from Saturday. Week from Saturday. Big deal, October Scott. 9th. My microphone keeps falling. Like, Just follow yeah. it on down. You'll be okay. That's another story, Jerry. <laughs> yep, Hoytford, yeah. Hoyt, the Hoytford Fall Festival, Scott. Uh, our beautiful 95-acre park, just, just around the corner from Ron Miller Racecars, um, is lacking a playground for kids. And uh, we decided that we should put on a festival, and it will be the first of hopefully a lot of them. But uh, it... Uh, it it's going to be a big deal. We've got a lot of cars coming for the car show, a big uh, Jeep festival, uh, classic or antique tractors. We've got a lot of festivities for kids. Can uh, racers uh, bring a Oh, bring absolutely. A car? Even you know, if their car looks like it's uh, run a full season? Yeah, well, mine doesn't look that good, so it won't be there. But, uh, Mine's yeah. got holes in it. No, that's that's okay, that's Scott. That's okay. Um, my, the holes could cut somebody race, pretty race, bad. Race cars are, oh, I just beat them in a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, racers are, are very cordial in allowing kids to sit in the race cars and they think a lot of that. So yeah, some race cars there would, would be a good thing, but uh, there's going to be bounce houses for kids, face painting, pumpkin painting, uh, a lot of activities for kids. Uh, there'll be a, uh, reverse run. I'm sorry, a silent auction, uh, crafting. Um, yeah. I don't know. This is your deal. Oh, <laughs> you cut the spot for it. Yeah, I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, Ron and I will be there. Jerry, you gonna you gonna be there? You gonna be busy? You might be busy that day. October. 9th? I'm gonna be. Yeah, you'll probably be busy. Unfortunately, I'm going to be a little tied up now with the uh, Montpelier deal, and God a... knows what else is gonna fall into my lap. Well, so, we, Jer- uh, we, Jerry, we could use an extra announcer there. Can yeah, you? I can't handle it. Oh, by the way, I would love to be there. We, uh, we, unfortunately, on Saturday, October 9th, I'll be at Montpelier for the Montpelier Jamborees. All right. Uh, well, just to, just to tease you a little bit more, there will be eight food trucks there. Eight. Count them. Eight Wait, food trucks. Wait, did you trucks. invite Big D's? Uh, Maybe it'll rain in Indiana. Um, ooh. I, Don't I, tell Larry that. Don't tell uh, Larry I said that. Dean, Dean's welcome <laughs> if he wants to bring his pizza wagon. There you go. The Big D's Pizza Might Wagon. Might be short, there we uh, go. short notes. I'll be happy with that. That oh. would make me happy. Ooh. Uh, anyways, that's uh, next Saturday at the uh, Whiteford Stone Co. Community Park, right up uh, just well, north Whiteford of Alexis. Road. Yeah, off just of a couple Road. miles north of Alexis on Whiteford Road. About a mile and a half north of the border. Yeah. Not even that. Maybe just a mile. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, that'll be yeah, a good time. That'll be our plans next Saturday. This Saturday, the Ocho, uh, Team Ocho. Uh, plans to run down at uh, Montpelier, weather permitting, with the super stocks. So uh, I'll have to come up and visit in the tower up there. Please do. Please come up and uh, visit with us. And... Okay. And make fun of you? Can I do yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, last week's How Many was how many all-star sprint cars will be at Eldora on Saturday, this past Saturday, as a matter of fact. Uh, 24 was the uh, the official number. So our show winner was... I Mark. guess 25. No, you didn't. You weren't, you weren't here. We didn't hear You it. could have guessed. Ron it. guessed uh, 45, so he was closest, but you would have been closest. And our online winner was uh, Chad uh, Cutsley. Cutsley? Cutsley. Cutsley. He picked 35, so he was closest uh, from our online. So, uh, yeah. This week's How Many? And uh, we're going back to Montpelier Speedway with this one. Ooh. Uh, how many late models are going to show up for that? That's a 2,000-to-win show, right? Probably yes, in my 2000 notes. to win. Yeah, yeah, 2000 uh, to win. 
And it's UMP rules. I, I, I'm not sure. Is it UMP points? Has that been clarified? Do you know? I believe it is. I would have to double check with Larry. I'm not sure uh, when UMP's point season ends. I don't think it ends until like the first weekend of October, but I could be wrong. All right. So hmm. you have to pick first. I have to pick first? Yeah. How many late models? That's, at, that's hmm. it. Boy. 27. Okay. You took my number. Ha. Well, you can go under me, Jerry, or you can go over me. Dean picked 27. Dean's pretty good pick, so that might be a, a mm-hmm. good number. I, I think 27 is the, the sweet spot. I really do. Um, I'm going to duck under you. I'm going to go 26. Oh. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope we go get more than 27. But well, do you know we, the, with, uh, we know where, where we know where Scott's going. Uh, I don't even yep. know where I'm going. Uh, when's the last time uh, late models have run there? Was it uh, the uh, ethanol series a few years ago? Yes. So it's been a few years since uh, late models have traveled to Mount Pilgrim Motor Speedway in Indiana. Um, I guess I'm going 28. Put you that, in the box. Yeah, I, I suppose that was pretty obvious, Scott. <laughs> well, I, it wasn't obvious to me. It, it was. It became obvious after I looked at some of the guesses online here, and they were all bigger numbers. So I'm going with uh, with those. Uh, if you'd like to play along for a chance to win a Big D's pizza, uh, go ahead and put your guess in our Facebook Live or YouTube Live comments. You can do so up until noon on Saturday. So if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or, or whatever platform, uh, once you're done, Open up uh, Facebook, hit up Hammer Down Racing Report, find this uh, video from uh, Thursday night, and uh, put your guess in the comments. Just put a number in. That's all you got to do. And you're in it. It's that easy. And you can guess a number that somebody else has already guessed. We'll just spin the Big D's Pizza Wheel if we have a tie. That's how we break the ties here. Speaking of uh, Big D's Pizza, let's talk about uh, the Big D's Pizza racing menu for this weekend. Uh, on tap, nothing for tomorrow. No Friday night because Friday night's football, high school football night. Now, this time of year. Uh, Saturday, though, October 2nd, it's Mount Pillar Motor Speedway. The Harvest Spectacular, as we mentioned, the UMP Late Models 2000 win, Midwest Thunder Midgets, UMP Modified Super Stocks, Hornets. Pit gates open at 2, main gates open at 3.30. They have, there's some uh, drawings they're doing, too, for each class. $100, I believe it is, yeah. if you're registered by yep, 3.30. Yep, registered. Yep, as long as you're registered by 3.30, they're doing $100 for each class. Also, I believe Terry Flory from the, the local Dairy Queen is, is putting up some extra money for the Modifieds. He's a huge fan of racing at Montpelier. Terry's always uh, throwing in a little extra for Montpelier and glad to have him part of the racing at Montpelier Motor Speedway. Uh, racing is going to begin at 6 o'clock. General admission is $20 for that show. I believe pit passes are 30 Do they have a, uh, a curfew at Montpelier? Do you know? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, I wasn't because I know, I know we ran pretty late last year. The two times that I scored there, all right, I wasn't sure because I know there that tracks in uh, in town, but I wasn't sure. Uh, Sandusky Speedway, the Bev Jaycox Memorial Cavalcade, presented by Budweiser, uh, both Saturday and Sunday. You got the Modifieds, the Ohio Wheelman Series uh, Street Stocks. You got the CRS Super Stocks. You got Pure Stocks. You got Renegades and Beginner Stocks. On uh, Saturday, gates open at 2, racing at 6.30. General admission is 15 bucks, And then Sunday, uh, day number two, uh, 2,000 win for the Modifieds, 1,000 win for the Ohio Wheelman Series Street Stocks, 
uh, CRS Superstyle, all the same cars. Uh, gates open at noon on Sunday, racing at 2 p.m., general admission, 20 bucks on Sunday. And then uh, Fremont Speedway back to uh, Saturday night. It's uh, Fremont Federal Credit Union season championship night for the 410 sprints, 305 sprints, uh, and the dirt trucks. I put dirt. I didn't put trucks. Just the dirt. Season championship for the dirt. Uh, gates open at 4, racing at 7, general admission, 15 bucks there at Fremont Speedway. And I was thinking that Fremont Speedway had the latest season championship around here, at least. Toledo Speedway, actually, their season championship. The following week for uh, the Factory Stock and uh, Late Model Sportsman, I believe. Right. I believe they got some close point battles there. Yes, they do. So, crazy stuff. Um, okay, uh, moving on. We have, I was distracted by comments there again. Yeah. Well, since, uh, since somebody mentioned uh, Mid-Michigan Raceway Park, uh, also known as Palodega International Speedway, uh, is having their annual corn harvest this weekend. And uh, proud to say my son Steve's heading up there to represent us. Well, all right. Good luck there. to him. Last time I went up there with him, it was a very scary trip. Yeah. yeah. Bring him back some flashbacks. Uh, your weekend weather pit stop, Ryan Weekman uh, sent me an email, as I mentioned earlier, because uh, apparently we're not the highest thing on his priority list in the mornings when he's doing uh, uh, the weather forecast. Uh, I think he gets up about 3 in the morning. Something like that. that. Yeah. He, sent, he sent me the email at about noon and said, oof, I forgot to do that, sorry. And I said, all right, just let me know when it's going to rain on Saturday night because uh, here's your forecast. You okay over there? Sounds like well, you crashed. Of course. I think okay. it was a major accident. Yeah. It was just the ice. Oh, okay. It was just the ice. Uh, so uh, Saturday. I was picking an apple. Saturday uh, evening, we're looking at, well, during the day, it's going to be partly sunny. It's going to be nice. Looking at a uh, high of close to 80. So, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Scattered showers, though, rolling in overnight. So at the exact timing of that, uh, as of noon today, Ryan told me between 8 and 11 p.m. It's kind of a wide so window. It, it is. So, and it's showers, so it doesn't mean it's a total washout. Uh, right. And then Sunday is uh, looking like the the lesser of the two days, unfortunately, for uh, Sandusky. Uh, scattered rain showers throughout the day are possible. They, I think they always have uh, weather issues for that. Because I know Cavalcade, yeah. a few years ago the dirt trucks uh, it was like misting or something, and they're like... Uh, yeah, that's for us. Yeah, we'll go race. They were excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Saturday, uh, scattered rain showers are possible throughout the day. Uh, it won't be a washout, but plan on damp, dreary weather on Sunday. High of 73. So hopefully uh, they get a window to have a, a dry track to get that, the rest that of That would be amazing. I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, making my first visit to Sandusky and hanging out with Chris Mize and the crew. and. That's going to be really neat. I, I'm thrilled to you know have the opportunities that have been you know, given to me from Larry Bowes and Chris Mize. And, uh, like I said, there, there may be a third coming up here soon, too. I'll make that announcement prob probably next week. Yeah, Scott, I would hate to go to Sandusky and watch it rain again. He says that because of the last time you were there, it rained. And, but we raced. But it was a lot. It was New but Year's it was Day. 40, 40, no, 40 it was degrees 30, when you did it. 33 degrees. It was just above freezing. So it was like oh, the coldest really? possible water. <laughs> yeah. So that's your uh, week. Oh, wait. We're going to. 
Ryan, that's uh, your weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman. Not here, but he should be back next week. There he goes. That was him tearing out a WTOL 11 this morning. It's like, and then he's like, oh, shoot, to I forgot to do the damn uh, weekend weather pit stop. Yeah. I'm sure that's exactly what he said. It is, and yeah. I'm going to have to cut his pay. <laughs> 50%. 50% pay cut. Uh, thanks to Dave uh, Kemmerer, our associate producer and field correspondents, Matt Swanner, John Young, uh, Doug Dock. Again, don't forget, next week on the show, uh, we're going to do uh, that ticket giveaway for the Jim Joanne Ford Classic at uh, Fremont Speedway. The All-Stars uh, will be in town. Is that the last All-Stars race of the year? Ooh. Not sure. I think it is. I, I think it they, they did announce their... Well, you, you look that up for me while uh, I continue here. But next week, uh, we'll be giving away a pair of tickets for the Saturday portion of that, thanks to Dean Henry at uh, Big D's Pizza. Again, it'll be for our live listeners only. Um, it'll be uh, one of those deals you just have to put in a uh, hashtag something will come up with in the uh, comments. Dean Henry says, yeah. yes, it is. Thanks, Dean. So, yeah, final uh, all-star show, Fremont Speedway. That's uh, the finale there. So, Big show, and that's the uh, final race of the season for uh, Fremont as well. On the Friday portion of it, one of our sponsors will be driving one of the Fremont trucks. Craig? Craig Dippman, yes. Which truck is he going to be driving? Weren't you supposed to drive in that too? Uh, yeah, but it's way too close to our fall festival, and I just I, I can't do it. Oh, I would love to. What about and me? I, Nobody I would, asked me. I, I would love to race against Craig Dippman. I've done it before. It's not that exciting. Yeah. Nah. No. It's sick of looking at the back. Not as exciting as racing against you guys. No, that was fun. We'll have to do that again next year. Equal cars, though. Yeah, I, I think it's time for me to, to, to maybe get a V8. Ooh. I figure we'll just I use... I could have had a V8. We'll just use late models. <laughs> I'm sure that... Uh, there you go. Jerry and Ron I... Ron can come up with enough of them. Actually, sure. I was walking by Devin Shields' pit uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, coming back to the tower, and uh, they offered me to, to drive his car. That would have been for this last weekend that we got washed out. I don't think they were serious, but, you know, maybe I could follow up on that. Yeah, maybe, maybe we have. Ooh. I think between the three of us, we probably know enough people that, you know, I, we could sweet talk and get me and you a ride, Scott. Yeah. I could. Yeah, once until we tear up their cars, and then they'd be like. Yeah, we won't talk about. I would never tear anybody else's equipment up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there was a reason that we stopped doing the celebrity charity races at Oakshade about 10 years oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason that hasn't happened in about 10 years. Um, so, I think we need to bring it back. Okay. You can organize But in it. October. In October. Sure. After the season's over, you know, at the, the last race of the year. All right. Well, I will try and arrange that. We'll try and do the Dirty 30 again. We'll have to try that with uh, Chris Ooh, yeah. Miles. Late models on the asphalt. A couple of years ago, we were going to do that. Anyways, uh, Hammer Down Hotline. We have new rules for the Hammer Down Hotline. We actually had a Hammer Down Hotline for this week, but uh, it wasn't racing related. So uh, we've decided that uh, we had a show meeting during this uh, this past week, and we decided that really Hammer Down, yeah, yeah, Hammer Down Hotline uh, content now has to be somewhat racing related. It can be anything racing. Was related. I there? I don't know. Was I? I think Ron was the only one there. <laughs> 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Uh, if you want to uh, leave a message anytime during the week, anytime at all, uh, feel free to do that. We'll play it back on the show. Talk about your favorite racing-related topic. Yeah. 
I mean, if it's uh, like playing Big with D's Ma- Pizza, that's racing related. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had that guy from Pennsylvania <laughs> leave that message. Or, you know, playing with the Matchbox cars on your floor and uh, and the General Lee one, the the Dega race on your uh, on your carpet. You know, that's cool. Whatever. I don't know where that just came from. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like it. Yeah. Getting pretty deep in here, yeah, Scott. Yeah. Well, we did have a message, but it was about wrestling, and I figured, eh, that doesn't really fit this program. So, so there you go. That's it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. We'll be back next week, 7 o'clock. Don't forget uh, to be listening for your chance to win those Fremont tickets uh, for next weekend, the Jim Joanne, the All-Star Race, actually, on uh, Saturday night, thanks to Dean Henry. Um, go racing. Go go to Fremont. Go to Montpelier. Get to get somewhere this weekend. You're, you're running out of uh, yeah. races around here to uh, to get to. Scott, the show started kind of kind of sluggish. Side. It ended kind of sluggish. Good thing we had Tyler Herb in the middle. Yeah, yeah. We do <laughs> apologize about the the difficulties there at the beginning of the show. Uh, start a little bit late. I think we got those worked out now. Now that I'm logged in on this computer computer. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Oakshade Raceway, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Big D's Pizza, Romulo Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, and Dittman Motorsports. Please support them as well as they support us each and every week. And uh, with that, uh, let's get the hell out of here. See ya. See ya. Saturday, October Night, 9th. everybody. Saturday, October 9th, Whiteford Fall Festival. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.